those who are able to join us in person at this great establishment that we call Zion. Thank you for those who join us right where you are. We worship an awesome God Almighty. God is worthy of all our praise. We welcome you to join in and participate in worship with us and fellowship with us. We want to encourage you to join in a little something like this. Oh, 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 oh,
scripture reading uh, from Pastor Price who come forward from the chapter of Acts, uh, chapter 12 chapter. Let us pray prepare for enlightenment God's word. Mighty God, we're grateful uh, for your holy word. Uh, may the reading of your word give us enlightenment uh, how to walk out this truth before you. Uh, bless the reader, Lord, and bless the listeners, we pray. Amen. 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 Morning, church. 
the scripture reading will come from Acts chapter 12, verses 13 through 16. That's what I'll be reading from. If you're able to stand out of God's word, you may do so. Acts chapter 12, go down to verse 13. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. And it reads, he knocked at the door in the gate, and a servant girl named Rhoda came to open it. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed that instead of opening the door, she ran back inside and told everyone, Peter is standing at the door. You are out of your mind, they said. When she insisted, they decided it must be his angel. Meanwhile, Peter continued knocking. When they finally opened the door and saw him, they were amazed. Amen. Thank you. 
unfailing love, his grace, and his mercy. He is worthy of all the praise and all the glory. We thank you, God, for who you are and for how you have blessed us. Let us pray. Mighty God, we thank you. For one more time in your presence, we thank you, Lord, one more time in the land of the living with air and oxygen within our lungs and warm blood coursing through our veins that we might worship you, that we might bless your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for how you know what's best for us. And while you are better to us than we deserve. And so we just say thank you for your grace, your mercy, your love. We thank you, God, that you forgive us. And so, Father, as we are continuing to be shaped and molded into your image, May this word of, your, of you, O oh God, minister to our hearts and our minds. And may remove those things that are not like you so that we can be more like you. Father, I pray that we might seek Jesus and have your word hidden in our heart that we might not sin against you. In Jesus' great name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. As we look in our text today, as we are concluding our series dealing with how to uh, suffer with purpose, to know your purpose, to know that suffering may come. Uh, but as we look in today, we're going to deal with the subject matter about uh, knocking, but not knocked out. I want to encourage us as we look at this text is to think about how that oftentimes people will give up once they come to one obstacle, they come to closed doors, they come to a situation that seems to hinder their movement, uh, that they might fill out that, well, this must not be for me, and they give up. Uh, but I want to encourage you to keep on knocking and not give up. 
Don't get knocked down and don't get back up that you be out for the count, but get up again. Our text reads from New Living Translations, verses uh, 13 to 16 of this 12th chapter, but we're going to unpack uh, as we go through this text this morning, verses 1 through 19. But I wanted you to grab what God is doing here when he says, He knocked at the door in the gate, and a servant girl named Rhoda came to open it. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed that instead of opening the door, she ran back inside and told everyone, uh, Peter is standing at the door. You're out of your mind, they said. When she insisted, they decided it must be his angel. Meanwhile, Peter continued knocking. When, the, when they finally opened the door and saw him, they were amazed. Praise God for his word. We are introduced today in this preaching moment in our text that Peter stands behind a closed door. Closed doors oftentimes represent restricted access, obstruction, or a secret. When you arrive at closed doors in your path, you can choose to either stop or accept and accept that this door is closed and choose a different path. Or another option is you look for another way in to get into that location you're trying to uh, attain. Or you may see that closed door as a sign to say, I'm not in the right place and I'll go another place. Or you will realize that I am not going to give up. I'm going to knock until something happens. The option is yours. I want you to understand that this journey we have in life, opposition will come. Resistance makes us stronger. We're talking about Peter here in our text. Our P Peter that we come to know is the one that denied Jesus three times. We know he cursed when he said, we know that he cut off an ear and says, Lord, we have but he says, God, live by the sword, you die by the sword. So you also know him as seafood, as this rock upon I will build my Sure, we know him to be a man that follows Christ with his own issues in his life. And so I encourage us not to be so hard on Peter when we talk about him because we can see ourselves in him too. That we don't always have it right. We don't always have it all together. But just like Peter, we was on our side my talking this morning. And so here it is that as Jesus has been with Peter and poured into Peter, encouraged him. As a matter of fact, when Peter was going to deny him, says, I know you're going to do what you said you're not going to do. You told me you're not going to do it, but it's all right. I'll pray for you. The enemy will shift you as I pray. So after you repent, that you restore your brothers and do my, my ministry. Matter of fact, when Jesus resurrected and came back, that says that he says, I'm going fishing. Some suggest that he says, I'm going fishing, that he gave fishing for me. They going back to his first profession of fishing, of being a fisher. He was a successful fisherman. He had people working on his boat. So he didn't have to do it by himself. But yet, he says, I'm going fishing. But yet, they went out fishing, and Jesus was on the beach <laughs> cooking them some bread. Matter of fact, Peter looked at him and went to the shore. And that's when Jesus asked him three times, do you love me? Feed my sheep. But I was that something told Peter that you, when you are young and spry, you'll be doing all kinds of things. But when you become old, you'll be blind and be led by your hand. And Peter was saying, well, what about him? <laughs> he said, you tell me all about my, what's going to happen to me. What about him? But Jesus was preparing Peter that, but you are about to 
for this kingdom and hell for you. But yet, I want you to do the work I called you to do. Why you ask him three times do you love me? Feed my sheep. I, I want you to understand why people are willing to be arrested, to be beaten for the sake of the gospel. He understood the purpose of proclaiming this gospel. His mission was to preach the gospel to everybody. He was preaching to who's preaching to the Gentiles. He was preaching to anyone and everyone who Jesus Christ is. Peter has experienced this gospel. He held this gospel. He's seen this gospel. Peter has been arrived to this moment in this time. And matter of fact, it was John, the brother of James, and Peter, who were imprisoned and beaten for the gospel's sake. I want you to highlight that because this time it's Peter and James together in the 12th chapter of Acts. They were many living the purpose that Christ had given them. They also rejoiced in times of overcoming the obstacles that came to them. Acts 5 and 42 reads, the other accepted this advice. They called on in the apostles and had them called. Then they ordered them never again to speak in the name of Jesus. And they didn't go. The apostles left the high council rejoicing that God had counted them worthy to suffer disgrace for the name of Jesus. I, I want you to reflect on that, that they were excited that they got beat down for preaching the gospel. They took it as a badge of honor because they know what Christ went through, how much he suffered. They did not suffer as much, but they say, hey, we, we in this great ministry. He said, every day the temple and from house to house they continue to teach and preach this message. Jesus is the Messiah. I want you to highlight that again. Specifically with audacity <laughs> did exactly what they told him not to do. Don't y'all speak anymore. They did not go out in private. It says they went back into the temple and let everybody know who wants to hear Jesus is. See, they understood that we got to keep on keeping on. We can't stop because they said stop. We got to do and do what is right. Peter knows the power of the God, the power of salvation. So therefore, Peter was going to sit and we know how any prevails when good people do nothing. And Peter said, I'm going to let the enemy take what God has already given us. And so we're going to preach this, proclaim this gospel, and set the captives free. Know how Jesus suffers, so they realize that this opposition that comes to us is nothing new. Uh, Jesus let us know that it's going to come our way, but we have to stay on this. God is using Peter and the other disciples for building the church, adding on to the church, and exemplifying this gospel. They can't do it it's easy, but they can do it through perseverance. And perseverance is not an easy thing. Perseverance means the ability to endure and go under strength. See, perseverance is like a, a, a word of convenience, a word of pain. In order to persevere, you got to go through something to persevere. People say they persevered when they went on vacation. No, nah, that was by choice to go someplace for excitement. 
perseverance is when you are holding on a rope for dear life. That you know that if I don't persevere, I won't make it. You see, for perseverance, we, we make perseverance a long line at the grocery store. A perseverance is when you are holding on, waiting for help to come, because there's nobody else able to help. They understand that perseverance means that I might go some times that my life might be in danger, but yet they always lay down my life for the gospel's sake. They realize it's not in vain. Are you living with purpose? Are you living for something? Are you willing to die for anything? Or are you willing to die for something? Are we understanding the purpose that gave our life? Is Christ the center? Has He given us a roadmap? Has He given us our Have you said, Lord, I want to follow you and do exactly as you called me to do? I will move and into the position for me. I was say, say, I will speak. We ask him to speak. I will silent when you ask me to be. We obey God, no matter the circumstances that we're in, knowing that God can change the circumstances that we're in. Our text tells us in 12 chapter 1 that Peter arrested again. We really, it was the back of the chapter that told us, don't do this again. If you came before us, we told you how it is, and since we didn't really too much, we just beat you down, we flogged you, then let us go take that with you. But yet, did the next day they went out about God. But matter of fact, he went to a higher part that King Herod now has captured them, and he took James, John's brother, and killed him with the sword. Herod got a good power of action from those who want to persecute and oppress the Christian, the Jewish people. Said you ought to go get Peter, because Peter been boldly defying us, doing what we told him not to do, around killing with him. Killing people, bringing people from death to life, or making people blind to see. Matter of fact, he was walking around, the shadow was killing folks. We have this. Him, did. They imprisoned him, placing him under the guard. They put him in prison. Four squads of four soldiers each intending to bring Peter out for public trial after the Passover. The understanding that enemy will come after you even after you have victory. This is that sometimes when we reach our moments. We become comfortable, we become complacent. I made it. And then when we longer work the same enthusiasm, the same determination, the same effort. But do not rest because there's still work to be done. The enemy would like you to get complacent Work as hard with the same and same enthusiasm prior to your success. And look around and see how some people don't know how good they have. Uh, live in a land that is so we we don't have to or we just go and get. I get apples from trees I plant, from plants as well. I, I go everywhere. I don't need to fish. I don't need to hunt. If I just want to get it. I got the means to receive it, I can go get it. I don't wait another season for my apples to come up. Apples, I always find an apple in the store. Come on, son. And so think about how we at the time, we don't know how good it is that we become complacent. And then I start telling you how hard it is and 
how rough it is, and we can't relate because we don't know what they talk about. We relate, but we relate when we know what place with us. Born privilege. He was born of the Virgin Mary of a carson. Matter of fact, there was so low on a totem pole, he had no place to go the time was born. Rushed out of his home, going to live in King. Now we got Harris killing his disciples. This ain't the same here, but but he's just as terrible. And what I want to encourage you to understand that God knows what you're going through. You are not alone. It seems overwhelming sometimes. It seems in sometimes, but yet in those times that way, I encourage you to look up and know that God is still in control. Where you are, not have to be where you'll end up. Let me help somebody this way. Where you are does not have to be your final place. Peter is now found in in this twelfth chapter at the beginning. After they kill a fellow disciple, now they kill Peter. But yet, as you look at this transition, verses one through four, right? Say what happened to Peter, how he said, Heaven God, look at verse five says, But while Peter was in prison, the church prayed very earnestly for him. That's our sentence right there. While Peter was in prison, the church prayed. I, I'm just going to sit here for a moment because we can open up the doors and tell people it's time for prayer may not show up. You open up the door, you tell them you got to play, it might show up. So here, there for anything else but for prayer, and they were praying for Peter. The night before Peter was to be placed on trial, he was asleep, fastened, look at it closely here, with two tanks between two soldiers. Brothers guard at the Y'all remember it said that it was four guards and, and four different quadrants taking turns on different make sure y'all don't fall off on this man. Y'all don't let because what's happening is that Peter has escaped before. And let him know we can't contain him. So maybe we beat him, let him know we can get to him, he won't lose again. What happened? Acts 15, look at verse 19. It says, But the angel of the Lord came that night, opened the gate of the jail and brought them out then told them. Here it is that they know that they were having a council in the fifth chapter about what we're going to do for Peter. And they said, wait a minute, they're not in prison. They're back in the temple priest. Like, wait a minute, did we lock them up? You see, when you are God's business, you are standing focus regardless of how to stop from teaching preaching the truth. And so here it is that Herod, like, hey, no, I'm do this again. James means that he is basically his, his wrist shackled and his ankle shackled. So basically restricting them, it's hard to run when you're like that. It made it hard to get out. Then they had one guard on each side of him. And also, imagine they had chains on there too, just saying, KC moves, we move. <laughs> so he, they will, he will wake us up. He tried to start up. So they're 
No peace resting. He's like, I'm just going to rest. They got to stay up. No peace stay up. I'm going to go to sleep. But at the same time he is sleeping, the same time he is resting, the church is praying for him. And people are understanding that regardless of what they do, if I my mind made up, I'm still going to praise Christ. So here's what I encourage us to look at is Peter's current situation does not become his Sometimes we allow what we're currently in and we make it think this is the end. We, we think this is all that I got and this is all that I'm going to be. But yet we look to God, we can trust in God and say, God, I believe in your promise that my matter will be great. Sometimes we're called up thinking about all we have right now is thinking that all we have. But yet Jesus says that in my father's there's room with finances. He tells you, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added. It means added it means you don't have it yet. It means it's going to be an addition of. Sometimes we get caught up and say, I got everything and you got everything yet. Because God said he can add on. Matter of fact, when he was talking about offering, he says you will you rob God? Will you rob me? Bring your tithes and all. He said, I got a promise for you. I'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blow you up. Have room for God in the blessing. But matter of fact, Christ says, I come to give you life more abundantly. God is always giving. We get complacent. We get and we get comfortable. We don't move any further. Matter of fact, we, we we start out with good habits. Once we reach one pinnacle, we stop doing it. We know how it is now. I'm looking at my calendar being the eighth month, and you know, came January, everybody had a workout plan. How the workout plan going now? You start out well, oh, I'm good. Two weeks, three weeks, uh, I haven't done it now since January. Still paying that, that membership, but yeah, you haven't been in there. Come on, somebody. And so we understand we intend well, but sometimes life gets in the way. And so how do we be on track? Well, we got to take the intention and go and do what we say we're going to do. Matter of fact, uh, the old uh, church prayer, some of y'all this before, how we talk about how the situation change, that it doesn't have to stay the same or become worse or be our final situation. You hear that old prayer because the walls of the room have not become the walls of the Your bed will not go through the or your sheets your finding sheet. Y'all don't understand what I'm talking about some of the kids. Basically, saying the walls you can do not become the wall of your Your bed does not become your cooling board that they carry you out on. And the sheep you're sleeping in, they don't wrap you up, put you on that cooling board, and carry you out in your very grave. been a time understand that God, God is out of situations. That could have been the, could have been the last, but God can change situations. Am I talking to somebody here? Some of you may not understand what I'm talking about because you're going through something right now. It seems so heavy on you right now. You feel you have shackles on your ankles and your feet. You feel you have guards obstructing your movement and captured you and have you paralyzed in the circumstances that you're in, thinking that this is the end. But I want to change your perspective and stop looking at them and stop listening to me. Listen to God. Be still and find out God still talk. Be still and listen for the prayers of the Savior. 
Stop and see that there is not, there is a lot. Stop and see that if, if, if there is, there is a key. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. Stop and see that if there is a lot, there is a key. And so if there is a door, there is an entrance. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. And so if there is a door, there is an entrance. So know that what is closed can be open. I, I would say a few more witnesses here. So therefore, I encourage you to praise God and know that what you right now can't change. It doesn't have to stay the same. God is going to get closer to where you need to be. Sometimes we need some friction. Sometimes we need some purpose where we need to be. And sometimes we have these obstacles. I know some of us prefer to take the but sometimes you go to places that there is no elevator. You got to take on the obstacle called the stairs. Take you some time those stairs. But when you keep on going up the stairs, you don't have where you came from. You look to see where you go. So I want to encourage you to understand there's going to be some obstacles, but every time you take a step, you're getting high. <laughs> and you're getting closer to where you want to go. You understand that once you get up, you know it's easier going down. I want you to keep on side of the mountain. Notice how Peter, knowing that he is okay with whatever is going to happen, but the church is staying on. God is moving in the background. I talked to us before about the foreground and the background. How oftentimes focusing on the foreground, we can't see but we see in the background. God is always working in. The background. Matter of fact, many of you have a high uh, operating system device that tells you how you've got things working in the background. And if your your device is not moving fast, you might want to close the stuff that's working in the background. The reason why you want to close the stuff that's working in the background because it's taking up the data so you're not moving as fast. So, in your background that you need to let go of, you need to you need to remove and put in the trap to properly move and properly function and be exceptional in your work. There's some things in our life we have to remove and let go so that we can work. Matter of fact, Peter right here, let go. And he says, I'm going to rest right here in this place. But notice God did not let him rest. <laughs> he had an angel come and wake him up. Said, you can go rest in this. <laughs> We're going to rest right here. And, and now I want to come you to understand that the prayers of the saints, we don't really know what they were praying for. We know they were praying for details of matter of fact, we don't even know if they want to really give that go. They don't believe they're like we praying for him at the door. The Lord didn't open the door. But she says, I know his voice. It must be Peter. I believe he is who he says he is. But the adults do not believe the child. It's amazing how children can catch it first. <laughs> Better than the adult. But here it is. We find them praying. We don't know what they're praying for, but they're praying for Peter. And yet God has blown them because they, they opened it over. They're amazed. Like, look at God. We thought, yeah, we thought he was gone. We thought he wasn't going to make it. But look at here. He is standing at the door. But look at, at this text with me. God walks him out. 
showing him that your current situation is not going to be your last situation. You got work. That you got work to do. Suddenly there was a bright light in the cell. An angel of the Lord stood before Peter. The angel took him on the side to awake him and said, "Quick, get up." He fell off his ribs. The angel told him, "Get dressed, put on your sandals," and he did. Now put on your coat and follow me. The angel ordered. So Peter left the cell, following the angel. But all the time he thought it was a vision. He didn't realize it was actually happening. Past first and second guard post came to the iron gate leading to the city. This opened for them all by itself. So they passed through and started walking down the street, and the angel suddenly left him. Peter finally came to his senses. It's really true, he said. The Lord has sent his angel and saved him. Herod and what the Jewish leaders had planned to do God helping Peter to realize that I got you. You don't have anything to worry about. God keeps you from chains, from your bounds, from your prison. Don't feel captured and feel, un- feel that you cannot make it. You can simply call on the Lord. God can move us forward and re- release us, but has us in captivity. And can change for the better because God will up and tell you and put on his sandals. That's how God will wake you up, alert you. He will prepare you for what you want to do. Matter of fact, you could have got out of He said, No, you need everything. Get, get ready, but we move out this place. I want to point out in this as he follows the Lord's message, he is passing by his capital, he's passing by his. Enemies. He's passing by those who have him locked up, supposed to let him go. They could not stop what God was doing. I, I, I can just imagine he is walking by, like, and, and he's taking it in the street. He said, This really <laughs> Nobody's coming after me. We just gonna walk out the front door. you going to open up the front door. we just going to walk on out. Nobody's Matter of fact, I can see why people. Seen that people that were your biggest detractors, your biggest enemies, and you get elevated. Now they got to eat up. They graduate. They got to shake up. They got to come to your congratulation party. Yeah. But they're the ones that don't want to promote. Yeah. They don't want you in that position. But now they also you become their boss. <laughs> they report to you or him. So that, there's times that when you're doing what you are 
do and not allow your ego, your pride getting in the way that you might be beaten down sometimes. You might have been bruised sometimes. I hurt sometimes. sometimes it hurts, but sometimes we realize that it's better for me to be humble than for me to be proud. I, I can prove somebody how strong I am, but we want to find out how weak I am. Could I knock you out let you know that's with me? Yeah. I didn't have the ability to walk away. I couldn't humble myself and turn the other cheek. The Bible says, turn the other cheek. The Bible says, give up. And yet we that the Bible says, I don't pump. Won't nobody walk over me, but I'm a Christian. But yet they let him slaughter. Fact, you know, Pontius says that uh, we can release you. You said I can bring down legions. They're waiting on my command. All I got to do is say the word. Kingdom that you have, yeah, right. I do the same word. They come down, but I want you to know. I'm saying that I will let my life, I will take it back up. See, power can be found in humility, but that com- that conflict we live in of braggadocious and bravado and pride and ego. What is here? And Peter's humility. God, Lord, He. Don't make a big sound because you don't want him to get me. <laughs> Quiet down. It was God that released me. Notice that if you keep on reading, the church was, was growing even more. More and on into the church. I encourage you that we have God for our business. Look at verse 11 and 12. It says, Peter finally comes. It's really true. He said, The Lord sent his angel and saved me from Herod and from that. Leader that planned when he realized this, he went to the home of Mary, the John Mark, where many were gathered for prayer. Notice that he says, I gotta go where they're praying. I don't know if it's ever been your conversation. Um, I gotta go where they're praying. If you have not, I encourage you to get that offering that you can find out where they're praying. Where they're praying. I, I, I love the time I explain with my, my brothers in prayer. And we can spend some time in prayer. I, the meeting of pastors together to pray is a blessing to come to, to, to pour out and lay hands and encourage one another. I got to be in my meeting where they're praying. You notice here, as we do with prayer, we want to make sure we begin to close with prayer because we understand that we need a position of responsibility for Peter realized that I'm not because I'm special. I got to know where God is. He's in the midst of his and the people, and we want to pray and worship him. No, he's in the in the house of John. We need to be found in places of praise and worship. Be found in places of praise and worship. Peter knew where he was. Do you know? Because when he got there, he did not get in the house. That he was knocking on the door. The, the adults were doing a thing. The kids doing kids things. He goes to the door. About this, as my kids run to the door and ask, open the door, open the door, present. So you can say, open the door, present. Hey, y'all, Peter at the door. Not Peter. I think it is. I think it is still knocking. So by the time they go, they were amazed to see. We're asking the people to suggest to us. They 
doctor was out. They thought he might have been knocked out. Thought he might have been another trophy for King Herod. Their response suggested us that he did not expect to see Peter again. Herod has already killed him. He believed he probably will be in killing Peter. Yet we see also here that Peter is not knocked out. That he was knocking at the door. And here I want to highlight here that even when you don't know what the outcome is going to be, your answer can be at the door. <laughs> Notice again, I said it's just, we don't know what they were praying for, but the answer was at the door, and they were to receive what was at the door. You know when you're ready to receive something, when those packets come, you run to the door. Packets here, you run to the door. When some of you want, just drop it at the door, I'll get it later. Right? The other one, you'd be happy to come around, you greet, you greet the, the delivery person, thank you! Are you excited? Is what they were praying for was at the door, they didn't know. But yet God did not remove that blessing from them. He was still there. Peter was saying, God, y'all did it for me. <laughs> that means God can show up in an unexpected way. God's answers are always amazing. When you are amazed, then that was God. <laughs> because he is an amazing Peter is God's word. Most of us in the choir down and told them how the Lord had let them out of prison. Tell James and the other what had happened. And then he went to another place. Some of you are still in prison. I want you to realize that God can set you free. Some of us have been set free, but we forgot to give God the I want you to understand no matter whether you're in prison or you've been set free, God still deserves And if you can change your perspective and look at your bondage, not look at the closed door, but you look at that door can be opened. Look that I can be set free. When you realize that you can have hope, and my hope is big on nothing less, but Christ and his righteousness. And we understand that you can be understand that. God is able to do exceedingly above, beyond, or even imagine. Give thanks to God and praise Him for He is good. Why are we overcomers? We are overcomers because we overcame. Y'all hear me? Face an obstacle to be overcome. You got to come against something to be victorious. Claim that in Christ we are victorious more than conquerors. Why are we defeated? So stop looking at this situation as you start looking at I am knocking, I am not knocking. Well, keep on praying because in order to knock, you got to get up. So don't get knocked out. Get up. Because the thing you want to know that the power of Christ is in you. You got up from the grave. You too get up. And you know, he's going to come back again. That's why we got to look up. <laughs> and we'll be changed in the tree up. And it's going to bring us to heaven and new earth that's coming down out of heaven. And so I encourage you to understand that don't get locked up and don't get back down by your fear, your doubt, and your words of what you can do, but start thinking about what God can do. You can lock down, you can't do it. You can't pick a lie. You can't bust a door open. You can't 
But God can put you in position. God can unlock us. God can open doors. God can set you free. You are redeemed of the redeemed saints. Let go of the burden. You don't know that in order to have your hands free, you need to let go of what's holding you down. You can just let it go. You can grow light at the beginning and keep on doing reps. The white weight did not become heavier. It just become your arm became weaker. And you can no longer do what you were doing before. But yet if you can <laughs> you can lift your arm back up. <laughs> because what you were doing, your arm stronger. Come right back up. And you oh, go 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 some working out some bright and they put the arms up they start it all of a sudden drop it all of a sudden I feel so bad. I'm encouraged. You can take your bird and drop into the same place and collect this. Ooh, I feel so much better. <laughs> glory, glory, hallelujah. Hey, my bird is there. You see, Peter was. His burden was imprisonment. His burden was preaching his gospel. He realized I must go through these trials and tribulations. God can deliver me because God is in control. I want you to understand that if you're doing the work that God has called you to do, whatever you're in, God can get you out of it. Knowing that this world comes, but God is the truth. What is a man probably over this song? Suffering is going to come in this life. So don't try to escape suffering. Don't try to escape pain and being uncomfortable. Christ went through pain and suffering to endure it to death and condemnation, but that we might know life and life everlasting. So I encourage you, when you get behind, I'm sorry, you get in front of a, a locked door and you don't think you can make it in and start knocking. And so I ask God that I see a lot here, God. I know you got peace. <laughs> I understand that God can go away out of nowhere. So God, you feel you locked and blind. Lord, I need to wake me up so I can see clearly what you're about to do. I encourage you that you are not alone. You are not by yourself. And tell your sisters in Christ, say, hey, I want to pray for me. Because see, while Peter was going through, somebody was praying for him. And then he got to celebrate with them because their prayer was answered. Who are you sitting with when your prayers are answered? Now, if you don't have somebody to celebrate with, then they need to start praying. Y'all need to start praying and say, hey, we need to start praying for this. And so when God does it, we can get back together and say, look at God. And be amazed together. But how amazing our God is. pray. Father, thank you. We give forever. We thank you, Lord, who you set is free indeed. Thank you, Lord, that all call the name of the Lord shall know forgiveness of their sin. Transform our heart and our minds, Lord, that we be more like you. Forgive us, God, our pride, our ego. Forgive us, Lord, 
that we allow our circumstances to become our imprisonment, to become our bondage. Before now, we see the end of our way to look for you and deliver us. Father, we thank you that you can take the limits off. There's no balance in you. That you do all things well. And so, Father, I pray that for those who do not know you, who feel heavy burden, Lord, that they can lay their burdens down. For your yoke is easy, your burden is light. And may they find rest for their soul as they confess as a personal Lord and Savior. And the Lord will you to God. In church where they can grow and be baptized and enjoy the communion of the saints. Father, we thank you for just who you are. How great you love us. In Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. So, as you out there, if you've given Christ and you want to lay your burden down, you want to keep on knocking, you're looking for a church and encourage you to pray with you, pray for you, feel free to reach out to connect with us or where you are. Look for a Bible and preach and teach churches that you can be in fellowship with. Know the pastors, know the brothers, know the deacons, know us, know the nurses, know those who are certainly that can pray with you and encourage you. And God, as we can encourage you about prepared to get God's eyes and our hearts, all to do so through our website, give. Let's pray, God, we ask you to bless us uh, to give what already belongs to you. We thank you for how you multiply and freely give. Father, we ask you to bless those who have desired you. God, we thank you for you supplied every need. So bless them, Lord, and encourage them. Now, God, bless this gift for the building and education of your church for your glory and for your honor, Lord. We pray. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. Jesus loves you.